Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. This is Valerie and we are here smashing this week's sports. Yep, that's what we are here to do. Mm-hmm. We hope Happy everybody... holidays everyone. We hope everybody is doing well, staying safe, staying warm. Staying uh, safe is the key. The getting weather boot, keeps getting, going up and down. Getting boosters. I need to schedule my booster shot now. I already think got about Oh. Did you get? Did you have some symptoms afterwards? That's what my I keep arm, hearing. My arm, well, the lady made me bleed. Number one, oh. my arm was sore for three days. I mean, sore every time the Tylenol wore off. I had to take more. Oh, let me pull up the Walgreens website yeah. so as soon as we are done, I can go schedule mine. Man, your daddy got it. <laughs> I'm the one that's behind. Yes, All I right. thought you were first. Of us, well, the last the last time I had checked, they were still only doing specific populations and so on. Okay. But, you know, let me, let me get that out the way. All right. But anyway, we hope everybody's doing well, staying safe, mm-hmm. um, staying warm. Um, staying and, warm. It's getting warm. I'm kind of over this up and down weather. I'm going to tell you that right now. Well, it finally got cold down here. Okay. <laughs> it gets cold um, and it gets warm. Yeah. Um, the storm then, about cold, and now it's going to be warm. I'm just... Yeah. And so uh, thoughts and prayers with everybody. I know there's, mm-hmm. tor- you know, the super tornado that touched down in four different states over the weekend. Um, so we're hoping that everybody can stay safe as possible and that everyone has somewhere to go and that everybody, you know, what we tend to do when natural disasters happen, we all look out after each other. Mm-hmm. All right, mm. let us jump right on into our highlights and violations. Mama, do you have a highlight this week? I, well, I do, and nobody's gonna care. But the Titans finally overcame the Jaguars. <laughs> yes, Sunday. So we will get there. Okay. We will get there because that, I'm. That. We'll get there. Finally, mm-hmm. I'm proud. I'm proud of the defense this week, but we'll mm-hmm. get there. Um, my highlight this week is Steph Curry. Uh, so he is two three-pointers away from breaking the record for all-time three-pointers. Mm-hmm. And um, he was smart enough. I don't want to say smart enough. He cares about us fans. And instead of doing it in Indiana on Monday night against the Pacers, he's going <laughs> to do it Tuesday night at Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. So we can watch the game because it's going to be on TNT. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I know, sir, you are not going to break this record in Indiana. Why not? There's a record being broken. Where does, what, what does it matter where it occurred? Because that game wasn't on TV. Because that okay. game wasn't nationally televised. And you know we want to see you break the record. Not everybody has league pass. Okay. Okay. So thank you, Steph. Because we would have been very upset. People at NBA headquarters would have been the most upset had you broke that record in Indiana instead of Madison Square Garden. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever you say, dear. Because I'll be tuning into that game. I'll pull it up on my on my iPad while I'm at work. Because I okay. want to see him break the record. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll tune in tonight. And then uh, do you have a violation this week? Well, I want to say all the people, players, professional athletes that are testing positive for COVID. That's for 
all the sports, to be honest, right now at this point. Yeah. I think it even includes some colleges. Yeah. But, so, I mean, it is, okay, so it is, you know, just regular old cold and flu season. So I think that has something to do with it. But okay. luckily, majority of these folks are vaccinated. So it's not, um, it's not. And I have to keep that point in mind, even though. One is vaccinated, you can still get it. It's just not as severe. But mm-hmm. I just want this thing to go away. Well, there's uh, very pe- plenty of people who were in charge that could have helped us and did not. So we are doing the best that we can. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's my violation as well, specifically uh, the Chicago Bulls. Uh, oh. but. But we'll, but uh, we can get into that later when we discuss a little bit of NBA news. Um, let's jump right on into our headlines of the week. We'll start with the week fourteen recap um, with games that we care about. Uh, first up, the Cleveland Browns squeaked out a win over the Ravens. It and it was a good game. I hate that my boy got hurt, but hopefully. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like it was a bad injury. Now it doesn't. In the moment, I when they when, see this is all talking about the drama. They didn't have to cart him off the field like that. <laughs> Just he's he, he's the franchise quarterback. But you had to cart him off the field like He's that. Just the franchise just quarterback. They just had to do it. Just they they was gonna protect him at all costs. And that's all I'm going to say. The same way with John Morant, he's the franchise player right now. They're going to do what they're going to do to protect their their guy. This is just, okay. you, 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 you're sending people on a roller coaster. Well, actually, we're on the roller coaster when we watch it. Now, I miss John Morant's injury. I don't know how I did, but I did. And Mm-mm. I must confess that Lamar's, it just looked like a regular. It looked like a regular ankle sprain. Right. <laughs> You're right. But now, they're going to protect him. I get it. I get it. I need you to get it. I thought he broke something. Because you caught <laughs> him off the field. I did too, but when he was sitting up, I said, he's sitting up, that means he got pressure on his feet. And I just, I said, okay, they're they doing what they think they need to do, so. Sure. Again, drama. Drama. So, yeah, the Ravens uh, did lose Lamar Jackson, but I forget their, their their backup quarterback's name, but I feel like he came in and played pretty well. He but, did. He did, to the yeah. surprise of everybody, yeah. including Cleveland, so. <laughs> Y'all but, need to watch out. That's all I'm going to say. The only thing I don't like about this is that, you know, of course, a lot of the the news talk on Monday morning was, of course, about Baker. And I'm so tired of everybody talking about Baker. He's an average quarterback. He is. He just is. We can stop talking about it. So, so is he the Jimmy Garoppolo of your uh, quarterbacks now? Not even that because Jimmy played well. He just got hurt. Baker ain't playing well. You know. Okay. And they got Odell out of there, so the problem was supposed to be solved, right? 
Well, the problem, well, you're right, you're right. The problem is Baker. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, and I'm just tired of, of the, I'm tired of the talk about Baker. He is what he is. We know who he is. The Browns yeah. just have a really good defense. They do. <laughs> they do. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with you. I can't disagree with you. They do. Right. All right, let us move on. Mm-hmm. So the Titans shut out the Jaguars mm-hmm. twenty to zero, and the defense came up with four picks yesterday against Trevor Lawrence. And I hope Trevor's doing okay. I feel like he's lost more games this year than he has his entire life. He I has. Hope he's doing okay. He's has. He has lost more games than he's lost in his entire football career, and um, that's going back to. His high school days, allegedly, he was undefeated in high school. All I think I heard them say he started, he was a starting freshman or whatever. But yeah. anyway, um, he has. Uh, I just hope, I just hope that the turmoil that is going on with Urban Meyer and the coaching staff and all the reports that have come out of there recently, I hope that the, this overall turmoil amongst the organization does not. Ruin his career. Um, everybody was. I just remember everybody. Oh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, da, 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 da. and I'm like, mm. I was skeptical at first. If Jacksonville needed new blood, that's what they got. But, um. And Urban Meyer, I mean, let's just say it's a different animal, co- coaching professional. Yes. Uh, professional athletes versus college athletes. Right. Uh, professional athletes, they are what they are. They're professional athletes. They're not mm-hmm. little boys mm-hmm. anymore. You know, possibly, well, not possibly, probably, in college life, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence combo might have been wonderful, might have been the greatest. I don't know. Maybe. I think Urban Meyer is on the hot seat. And I think, and he's on the hot seat because of the internal stuff that's going on. That he's been responsible for. Right. And it's not... Because the Jaguars are losing. I mean, we understand they're rebuilding or whatever, right. but you can't move in professional sports like you moved in college. college. You just can't. And I don't think Urban. I don't. I, I. I don't know enough to be honest. I don't know enough if he's learning as he's going, or. But for some reason, I think he's uh, it's my way or the highway. I think know? so. I think that I think that's a lot of what it is. I think that he's made some bad decisions from mm-hmm. hiring the guy that got fired for being racist to bringing in T-Ball to now the reports coming out that he's making assistant coaches defend their resumes because he's a winner and they're a bunch of losers. Well, sir, you hired a bunch of losers. He did. <laughs> um, according to you, you made these hires, but um, and then the issue with how he handled um, 
you know, him getting caught on video with some lady shimmying in front of him. I'm not going to even take that into account. That was a personal thing. No, Um, I'm talking about how he handled that with the players and, like, kind of being avoidant and not just being like, all right, y'all, hey, y'all, this happened. My bad. He was very avoidant with the players. like you and all of the other pundits, like they said, he should have been on the bus with his team back home or whatever, on the plane, on the bus, however. Uh, so I think I'm, you know, he was at home. I, you know, the, at the end, of the specific act that's on a personal level. I could care less, and I think people should leave that alone. Um, he's just he's having some issues. He's having some real issues, and I also don't think he handles losing very well. Like he's very successful. Well, he's coach. not used to losing, right? So you have. Trevor, who's not used to losing, and now you have this man who's not used to used to losing. But the coach, Coach Meyer, is the expert, the head, the lead. Mm-hmm. You got to get it together, big dog. So, um, I s- all that to say is that I hope this doesn't derail Trevor Lawrence's career because we've seen no, the potential. No, I, I think he just needs to get with the right coach yeah i'm not and right now i just don't feel like many college coaches have done they didn't transition well to professional sports right right. because it is a different monster it's a different animal yeah as a late as a amateur i mean just a fan even i recognize it's a different animal yeah let us move on. I'm sure they'll figure out something down there in Jacksonville. Mm. Uh, so we had the Chiefs and oh, the Raiders. Oh, they will after we beat them. <laughs> after finally, finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally. The Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Raiders faced off, and the Chiefs beat them down. Forty. Beat them down. You don't dance on. You don't dance in the middle of the field. Y'all on the logo. Really personal. And I don't you like I like don't I do that. That is very disrespectful. I understand rivalry. I understand you're getting geeked up for a game, but you don't dance in the middle of the field on the logo. And that's not your field. I guess not, you know. And that's what happened to them Raiders. Now the Raiders <laughs> are another team who have petered out due to all their They've had a bad season too. Yeah. Uh, but you don't cap it off with dancing on the logo in an opponent's house. You just don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I you asking for it, and you asked for it, and you got it. You asked for it, and you got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I put that nicely. You asked for it and you got it. I ain't gonna say what I want to say. Okay, please don't. All right. Okay. Um. And so, and probably one of the better games of the weekend, we had the Bucks and the Bills, um, face off. This one in the overtime because the Bills somehow, some way, pulled it together in the second half. Mm-hmm. And um, Josh Allen, Josh Allen had that that glimpse of greatness that we had saw from him last season, and that we have seen from him in moments so far this season. But they couldn't pull off the comeback because they gave up a and this was a beautiful play. Gave up a touchdown in overtime and that ended the game. Mm. And 
it was a good game, nevertheless. They gave, they I I was impressed with the comeback. So I'm yeah. not gonna take anything away from the Bills. Yeah. Um, although, you know, I think um I'm not sure what how to feel about the Bills anymore. I think if they show up and they do well, they're a really good team. But they have been having some struggles. Um, especially, you know, against we just watched New England just run the ball down their throat for an entire game um last week. But the Bills defense is not as sturdy as it as it was mm-hmm. a, a season ago or even two seasons ago. Right, that is what's lacking. Something and I don't know what happened. Well it's hard to keep, you know, a core group together, but also like you're hoping that things just fall into place. You're hoping that people stay healthy, you're hoping that you can keep, you know, a roster together. Um it's tough to have the same team, especially in the NFL. Like, it's tough to have the same team year after year after year after year. Uh, that's, you know, and you know that's one of my cons of professional sports. You you break up a team that's finally gelling. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes down here from there. I mean, uh, I've had to had to watch them do that with the Titans ever since the Titans came in town. Just when they jelling, you you do something. Right. Uh the Oklahoma Thunder. Just when they jelling, you do something. So I mean it the is Clippers, a thing. you do something. <laughs> All of your team, so Right. So I mean you do something. Yeah. Um that's been as a fan, that's been very hard to accept over the years. Yeah, I get that. So, in the last game, Monday night, we had the Rams and the Cardinals face off. And this was a good one. Um, you know what? I don't know what I was doing last night, but I showed him watch that game. What was I doing last night? Well, it was a good one. The Rams mm-hmm. did win 30-23. to um, Kyler lost. Yeah, he had a couple turnovers, but I think outside of that, he played well. Um, The Rams, uh, finally, you know, we see the Rams. We finally get, see that potential that we have been waiting for as far as, like, who their receiver core is and the defense coming together and offense and the defense just playing well at the same time. So we finally. I missed that game. I don't know. Were you watching stuff carrying in Indiana? No. Yeah. No, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> that was just okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I obviously I'm surprised by that winging, but the Cardinals too have. They've had their ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's just another instance of, like, no team being perfect and dominating this season. No. No, not at (laughs) all. Yeah. Not at all. All right. Let us look ahead to next week, week 15. There's some some Saturday games on here for some reason. What's up with that? Because it's a holiday. Oh, no. This Saturday? No, um, 
anyway, let's take here. Let's take a it's look. At, here. It, well, it's basically the the weekend. Everybody, it's just busy. This is a busy weekend for everybody. Uh, what it is is that there's no not a single team has a buy. That too. Okay, maybe that. Okay, this is now making sense. All right, so let's see games that we are interested in. Um, so the Titans will be playing in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Yeah. <coughs> the Seahawks will be playing in Los Angeles against the Rams. Um, Green Bay will be playing in Baltimore against the Ravens. Um, as of right now, I think the last thing I heard is that Green Bay is planning as if Lamar Jackson will be out there. Uh, I don't think we've got any reports to say otherwise. Um, wow. He'll be out there. A lackluster schedule again. Because none of these games. Oof. I don't know. Maybe the Raiders and, and and the Browns would be a good game. They're both trying to figure things out. So as long as the Raiders don't come in and do like they did Sunday. Yeah, I don't want to watch any of these games. So we have the Chiefs and the Chargers on Thursday. Um, Titans at, at Steelers. Seahawks at Rams. Green Bay at... Baltimore, those are really the only games that I'm interested in, but that's sad. That's really sad. Um, so, but again, like, you know, no team is dominating, so you never really know what to, you know, I just go into every right, week. Right, right. I no just go into every week thinking, all right, you know, let's see if it's going to be a good game or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we'll see. How and we I know we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Everybody's jockeying for spots, playoff yeah. spots. So hopefully things will be more. Uh, well, I mean, they're definitely going to be more intense because everybody is jockeying for playoff spots. Mm-hmm. But hopefully the teams will be better. <laughs> we'll play better. More compelling competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let us move on. You know that. You know what the surprise was. Oop, what's the surprise? The Falcons beat the Panthers. Yeah. I was just shocked by that. That was my only shocking game this past weekend. Yeah. I don't have much to say about that. I did watch that one. I caught a bit of that game, but, you know, good for good for the Falcons. Yeah, I thought I was going to get more than that from that. Uh, good for the Falcons. I don't. Okay, wait. Well, it know, was the Panthers. They only beat the Panthers. Lantern. You are now an Atlantean, so I just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Let us move on to some NBA news. Um, as I said earlier, Steph Curry is just two threes away from breaking the record for most three-pointers made, and he was gracious enough to wait until Tuesday night against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden to break this record. So we will all be able to watch. Or maybe he just couldn't do it last night. Again, I didn't watch the I, – obviously, I didn't watch the game. But he just couldn't do it last night. I mean, I just throw that out there and not watch the game, seeing any highlights or anything. I just thought I'd throw that out I there. absolutely think he could have done it. Because it, it, it was even a close game where it came down to the, the game being tied um, with less than a minute left, about 40-something mm-hmm. seconds left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was opportunity. Okay. I just think he was, you know, he cares about us as fans. And was like, let me do this in Madison Square Garden. 
versus wherever the Pacers play in Indiana. Okay. You say what you want. <laughs> I'll be watching tonight. Just text me to remind me, you know. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll forget. So, yeah, hopefully when this episode comes out on Wednesday, there will be a new record holder for most three-pointers. I'm sure there will be. Is Ray Allen going to be in attendance? Why? It's his record. I'm sure he don't want to watch somebody beat his record. <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch nobody beat my record. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. We'll say, you know, anything's possible. You might mm-hmm. be right. Um, and some some sadder, sadder, and more sad news. Um, the next two games for the Bulls have been postponed because they have, I want to believe. Now, you know, I thought I misunderstood what I heard, that postponing. That's what they're doing now? Yeah, so they're postponing the next two games because of um, – the league, and I think they mentioned something about Chicago Public Health, was just saying, oh. let's not have these games right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have, I believe it's 10 players who are now in, like, the health and safety protocols. Um, all of them, I believe, are vaccinated and even have boosters. Um, mm-hmm. But what what happened with the Bulls is that one person play, uh, tested positive, and so it triggers a different um, protocol so basically, if you have somebody test positive, then you have to test more often. Everybody. Then you have to test more often. Oh, so, more often. So a lot of these players could have been playing, could have had it asymptomatic, but because somebody tested positive, um, they now have to test more routinely, and that's how these other positive tests have returned. Um, so they're propo- postponing the next two games because although they have about nine, ten players out, they still had the eight active players that are required in order to have a game but between the league office and chicago public health they said let's just you know let's not have these games we don't want to spread anymore let's just kind of handle it um so the i think the next time the bulls will play because they do have some players that are working working their way back um who've you know been out for x amount of days and are working their way back. So hopefully on Sunday, I think that's the next time the Bulls will play. Um, you know, the Bulls will be in a much better place. But um, I should have read, read before we got started. But I did see a headline of where NBA officials are expecting an, not necessarily an outbreak. I don't think that was the word that was used. But they are expecting like an uptick in positive tests come January. So I think everybody is because it is the holiday season. Everybody did what they wanted to Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which was good. A lot, the majority of folks needed to have some sense of normalcy. Um, I think it's like you said earlier, it is the cold and flu season, so... But my thing is, if you just wear your mask, it should, you should be good. Well, you're asking for a lot. You're asking for a lot, okay? Okay. <laughs> Let them tell it you are asking for entirely too much. Just wear your mask. You know, I get, 
when you know you're watching the game and you're looking at the sidelines, the benches, and some have masks and some don't. You know, I'm. I guess that's where I'm confused. The alleged protocols that are in place by the professional sports. What? I mean, what do you, I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And so recently the NBA has made it like mandatory that people get boosters in order to be considered fully vaccinated. So Mm -hmm. they, I think they're doing the best they can to prepare, um, toward the next month or so it's going to look like, but, um, I don't know. It's it it is unfortunate. Like luckily, nobody's you know really been affected by it here recently, or at least there haven't been any reports of players being affected by it. So, I'm gonna take that small positive out of the situation. Is that nobody's really getting sick, and and you know, so obviously vaccines work. Vaccines work. Uh, you know, I'm still. I'm just trying to get, because I'm old, but I guess it's the, COVID is just like the flu. You just got to, because allegedly you take your flu shot every year, which I do, and it's not as bad as you get it. Right. <clears throat> All right. Before we get out of here, I just wanted to run through the most current power rankings. Um, so sitting atop the power rankings now are the Suns. Who are twenty one and four? I, I, the Suns have just been—they've been playing well. Um, they, they have. They, I mean, you can't say nothing about it. They look like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> and then at that's two, it. at number two, we have the Warriors. And so the thing with this is that they're already at number two, and in a few weeks away, Clay Thompson is going to be back out there, and also James Wiseman. As long as everything goes well with their you know recoveries mm-hmm. and getting back to you know full full participation mm-hmm. so they're already playing well now and then you're going to add one of the best shooters you're going to add another big man who can defend around around the rim like i don't see why the warriors wouldn't be contenders this season yeah i don't think anybody said they're not saying that but so, I mean, I just I just think the Warriors are fun to watch. Like, the Warriors are still a fun team to watch. Like, even though some pieces have changed, they still play a lot of the same, like, ball movement, and, and they're just fun to watch. Um, in the third spot, we have the Utah Jazz. I think they currently have the league's longest winning streak at, like, seven games or something like that, seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. And look who's at number four. <laughs> and fourth, we have the Nets. Uh-uh. Yes. Oh, you're talking about overall. Yeah, power okay. rankings. I'm looking at. I'm looking. I'm looking at the power oh, rankings, not God. the standings. <laughs> so Brooklyn Nets are in fourth uh, as far as the power rankings right now. Um, after Kevin Durant put up 51 against the Pistons the other night, um, that was fun to watch. The Bucks have moved up. They're back into. They're back in fifth place. After uh, I think they won the last seven or eight games. What's wrong with mine? I don't know. 
Because I got Golden State, Phoenix, Utah, Brooklyn, Chicago, Milwaukee, Memphis, Cleveland, and McQuippish. Is that an old one? Maybe it's an old one. it's not old. It changes every week. I just... Okay. <laughs> and uh, so with the Bucks, uh, unfortunately, Chris Middleton did get injured Monday night. Um, there, there'll be more information as far as like severity of it and how much time he'll mm-hmm. be missing, which hopefully not too much. Like they definitely missed him when he was out with his foot injury, I believe, earlier. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks are kind of back in. They got off to a rough start, and they're kind of back in championship form at this point. And Giannis is. Giannis is playing out of his mind. In six, we have the Miami Heat, who have quite a few folks out with injury, or probably their two most important players out with injury. Um, so the fact that they're able to maintain such this position is great. Um, the Chicago Bulls are in seventh, and we've already talked about the Bulls. So hopefully mm-hmm. everybody will return and be okay and so that they can continue playing well. In eighth place, we have the 76ers. Um, Joel has returned. I think I don't think he played Monday night against the Grizzlies, though, because of a sore back. You know what? No, he didn't. That's what it is. See? Somebody called him check engine light and bead one day, and I can't, I can't forget it. But also, it was true. <laughs> but when Joel is healthy, he dominates, and he's one of the like the best big man if he's actually on the floor. I I took exception. To that, that characterization, ad, adjective, yeah, adjective. I'm gonna call it an adjective, because <laughs> uh, you know why they they hate that, because because uh, you know they can say that because when he's playing, they don't want to mess with him. So, I y'all can have that. Okay. In ninth place, we have the Grizzlies, and we've been playing well even without um, mm-hmm. John Morant. There was a mm-hmm. game or two where Jaron Jackson Jr. was out, and I mean, I like our squad. I really enjoy. I, I enjoy watching them. I enjoyed watching them the other night. I mean, I missed. Now, I would have. Had I gone to that game and Joel didn't play, I would have been very upset. You know how I exactly. feel about that. Check engine light uh, was on. <sighs> Let me leave you alone. But, yeah, she would have been very upset had you went to that game and Joel did not play. Absolutely, you're correct. But, uh, obviously, had I went to the game when the Lakers were in town, I would have been okay, I guess. I don't think anybody was not playing that night for the Lakers anyway. Yeah, everybody played um, that night. Okay. <laughs> and we still beat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know what? That's actually my highlight. We beat the Lakers. We did. With all of them there, present and playing. And I don't, you know, now that I think about it, I don't think Anthony Davis may not have played. He's been, he's missed the last couple games. With knee soreness or whatever, a knee situation. I'm not sure if Anthony Davis played that night. 
with knee soreness. You know, he also check engine light. You know, thank you. If we gon if we gonna if we gonna see, let me tell you the difference. What's the difference? The difference is when Joel is on the floor, he's playing. And we don't get that. Everybody's upset because of what Charles Barkley said about Anthony Davis. But Charles Barkley, number he one, was right. former, he's a play he's a former player, all star, one of the the best. And he was right. That boy, well, I ain't going to call him no boy, but that man should be dominating. Absolutely. After, after these years. I think this, the current roster that the Lakers have only, it oh, only. Don't blame it on the roster. No, 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 no. Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, he doesn't have to work hard. Hold on. He doesn't have to work hard because. What I am saying is that the way the roster is constructed, it really only works if Anthony Davis is dominating. So you don't. But have, he's not. He's not. So you don't have to rely on LeBron. You don't have to re- rely on Russell. You don't have to rely on Car- Carmelo Anthony. They can just play. But that only works if Anthony Davis is is dominating. Yeah, he's not doing that. He he just and you know I think I had to come to the realization that he just doesn't have that killer instinct. He does. He doesn't. I think he plays. He likes to play. Obviously, he likes to play. He enjoys to play. But he's no Joel. Well, Joel and Giannis. And I'm beginning to think the same thing about Williamson, too. Well, he's had a setback in his uh, recovery. Whatever. I know he's suffered from injuries since he entered the NBA, but... Well, number one, I think Williamson needs to get with a really good conditioning coach. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, he looked he look like your dad out there on the floor. Okay, we're not. Uh, that's not nice. But, yes, getting with a good conditioning coach. Because if right. you're more endurance, you're less he's vulnerable too young. to injuries. Right. Well, he's too young, number one. Uh, I really was anticipating that he slimmed down once he started playing. Uh, He just looks like an old man out there. Okay, on the bench. Yeah, on the bench. Okay, because he's not playing. He can't be on the floor. Um, in 10th place, before you say anything else, that's not nice about that young man and his body. In 10th place, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Am I right or wrong? I think it's very unfair, all the comments that are made about Zion's body. When there's, when there has been plenty of other players who aren't as big as Zion that have showed up out of shape and quote unquote over uh overweight. I think it's very unfair that the way that James Harden, Luka Doncic even said that he showed up to to training camp thirty pounds overweight. Like there's he does but, look like he's put on weight, but nobody talks about them because they're not because they're you know more traditionally slim, acceptable body type. So I do think it's very unfair the way that no, no, we no, discuss no, 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 the way no, that we no, dis- no, no, a lot of people no, no, discuss no, no. Zion and his body. No, 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 no. The difference is 
they are performing. Luca is performing. Correct me or not. The thing is, is when Zion is on the floor, he is performing. Now, I agree with you that getting uh, uh, the conditioning coach and a nutritionist just so your butt to make your body less vulnerable to injuries is important. Right. But I think right. overall, the way that people discuss Zion and his body is extremely unfair. Well, I don't mean to offend anybody. I didn't mean to offend your daddy. I'm just, you know, well, he does. I mean, he looks like an old man, and he shouldn't. I know he's not an old man. But, I mean, that's also part of it. He's not playing. Like, he's working out, but it's still not. It's not the same thing as playing basketball. But he's also, again, he is young. So, there is time. Like, there is time for him to figure it out. There is time for the New Orleans to invest what needs to be invested in order to help him be most successful. But, like, it's. I just want him to. It's get just well. overall, obviously. Right. You want him to do well. I do. But I'm just looking at the big picture. If he was, I mean, everybody is you. You're your own person. You are who you are. I'm certainly the last person on this earth to talk about anybody's body type. Trust me. I'm the last person. But I think that physical training would help him. I really do. Yes, but I think a lot of I think a lot of conversation about his body type is um surface level, like nobody's really thinking about it. People are talking about the way he looks as if 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 it was just easy for him to drop X amount of pounds, like he would have done it. So when you when when we talk about conditioning and nutrition, like that's mm-hmm. about making your body less vulnerable to injuries. That's not talking. Mm-hmm. That's not talking about slimming down. So you are absolutely right. I just think a lot of people discuss Zion in a way of well, he just needs to lose weight. And if it were that easy, it would have been done by now. He's a professional athlete. Like he's just a big guy. This. That's all I'm saying. He's a big guy. I, like I said, that's all I'm saying. I didn't mean to offend anybody. He's a big guy. I just think in the big picture, he needs a good trainer. And that will help him overall. Mm-hmm. Lessen the injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, more stamina on the court. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh God, I messed up big time, but that's not. Not you. I'm not not you. Not you specifically, but I, there is a lot of discussion about his body type that I feel unfair. Not that I'm not saying that you said anything that was unfair, but but I mean we also can't expect no because I, I, I you know I, I compared him to an old man like your daddy. That's all. <laughs> that wasn't fair. He'll figure it out. He's young, and I'm would hope that. The Pelicans would would end this. Nope, don't do that on this podcast. We're going to go. Thank you, everybody. That's going to wrap up this episode. Um, We will not be back next week because we're taking a break for Christmas. So we'll be back the following week after Christmas with another episode. Um, Again, thank you for listening. If you're looking for previous episodes, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. If you are looking for us on social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter at sidelinewtcooks. 
Uh, Mama, do you have any words of wisdom for the people before we go? Just have a good holiday. Enjoy your family and friends. Stay cool. And I love Big Papa. Goodbye. That's enough. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks.